0: Hey, this is Charlie from 4A Music. A quick note before we start to say that Amy, Alexandria, Gabe, and I got so caught up in the holiday spirit that we broke our 4 for 4A holiday music episode into two parts. On this episode, we cover our first five favorite holiday albums each. Part two, which will be out sometime in the next few days, covers the rest of our list. This was a really fun conversation. We hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the 4A Music Podcast, I'm Charlie
1: I'm Alexandria
2: I'm Gabe
1: And I'm Amy On this week's pod, the fourth entry in our series of best of lists Four for 4A from our nerdy little workshop up in the North Pole Here are our favorite holiday albums, all 40 of them
0: So first off this week, we've got a little bit of news. The first thing is that we have a very special guest this week, Dr. Gabe Lewis O'Connor. Gabe is a conductor, professional soloist, and choral performer who describes himself as a daily meditator, amateur woodworker, father, and husband. I know about some of those things. I think they are true. His credentials are serious business. He's got a DMA in conducting from the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and for four years sang in the vocal ensemble Chanticleer, which the New Yorker called the World's Reigning Male Chorus. Welcome, Gabe. We're so happy to have you here. Welcome, Thank Gabe. You. Thank you. Uh, we've been trying to get Gabe on something or other um, for a while now. And we're so excited that this is like the first, the first kind of go. When we're here talking about some holiday music. Um, A little bit of business, and that's that uh, after this week's pod and newsletter, which just came out today, um, we're going to be taking a little hiatus, um, not because of anything bad, but because breaks are good and vacations are good, and it's (laughs) nice to recharge and reset. Um, But during that time, we're also going to be trying to catch up on some of the stuff that we've um, had kind of like in the in the hopper or like in the to-do list box for, for a while. So some articles and videos and interviews and all that kind of stuff that we're really excited. And that will kind of be coming out intermittently in the in the next few weeks. Um, so we're excited to kind of like get going on on some of that stuff and to kind of reset for the next, probably not going to call this a season or something, but just the next kind of the next uh, go of podcasts and newsletters. Um, maybe changing things up a little bit, maybe keeping things, everything exactly the same. We're not sure. (laughs) Um, you'll have to just tune in to check it, check it, check it all out. But, um, I I do want to say on behalf of all of us, you know, thank you to everybody who's been listening and supporting and sharing, um, with friends and family. Uh, it means a lot to us. You know, we're just trying to get this thing going. Um, and yeah, it's been a really fun fall. It's been a really busy heavy fall there's been like a lot going on so um yeah so it's cool something doing something like this is pretty challenging <laughs> <laughs>
3: la, la, la. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mostly because of the consistency of it i i think like from my point of view it's not the yeah. doing it one time or twice or something it's like every week on a schedule like kind of getting things going so i have a lot of respect for other folks that do this sort of thing um but it's been really rewarding as well. And, and it's, uh, it's really cool to get to hang out with all you fun friends. So let's hop you too, into Charlie. Uh, oh, thanks. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. Let's,
0: let's hop into our list. So normally in the past four for foray four lists, we've kind of each taken, uh, made like a list of four things and, <laughs> and for this list of holiday music, because I am. So mm-hmm. insane about Christmas music <laughs> and holiday music. I was like, we can't just I couldn't do I can't just list four things.
3: <laughs> I can't list four
0: things. I need to list at least ten and I need four of us listing at least ten things. Um and I still had like a bunch of stuff on the cutting room floor.
4: Like I could my probably, favorite. I could, I literally loved because you were like you were like how does 10 sound and we're like oh great you're like perfect because I have 15 <laughs> <laughs> you were like I have so many <laughs> I love. yeah it.
0: that was just my first draft too that was just like off the top <laughs> oh of my, my head gosh. once I started like looking at stuff I was like oh my oh there's this, and album, this, so this much
1: album. Yeah.
0: I was like which sad spooky piano Christmas <laughs> album do I choose <laughs> I was like, I don't know, there's like six of them I like, I can only choose one, maybe two, maybe I could choose two, I don't know. And then I was thinking about all these like tangential albums that are like not quite <laughs> Christmas or holiday things, but like things like the, Bonav- like the Bon of like For Emma, Forever Ago, like that album is like really like very wintry to me. It's though. winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, great December and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I could do, I could, I could go, all- I could do this all day long. Um but anyways this is our this is our fourth uh 4a 444a for list and we're going to kind of do a uh, round robin style going through our list. This is all on 4amusic.substack.com so please go check it out and um and let's just kick it off Alexandria what's what's number 1 on your list? And by the way, this is in no particular order, right? No. These are in no particular order. No so particular order. So what's your first, what's your first album?
1: My first album is Christmas with PJ Morton by PJ Morton. This was, when this came out, I I remember when this came out, I think I was like a sophomore at Miami and we're just in my friend's apartment, just like drinking hot cocoa and like, did you believe? We're just vibing to this. Yeah. Like the originals make it seem like, oh yeah, this is just like a regular Christmas song. Everyone sings all the time. So I love it. It bops. Like everything is a bop. He
4: has like great guest artists on it. Highly recommend. I love this because there's actually a lot of albums I haven't listened to. So now I have like a ton. Like I love <laughs> PJ Morton. Haven't listened to this album. So but there's a lot like yes. that on these lists.
0: <laughs> I love this. I love this album. I love PJ Morton. I also don't I don't have much else to say about it. I think he wrote <laughs> this album. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that, you know, that was one I, I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't, I have no edits, no edits for that.
1: <laughs> I said, yeah, just listen to it.
0: <laughs> okay, beautiful. Uh, Gabe, what's your first? What's your first? Oh, and and uh, we mentioned that. So I should kind of give a little bit of like a disclaimer for this. So. <laughs> um i made gabe put a chanticleer thing on there and i was like thank you and i was like gabe you have to put a chanticleer thing on like one of the ones that you sang on because you sang on a a few of these
2: albums yeah yeah there was a live radio album from stanford and this one and but yeah that was going to be the very first thing that i said is chanticleer on my top 10 list of christmas albums oh absolutely not no way (laughs) Uh uh-uh no, is it relaxing for me to listen to those discs? Nope. The old ones that I'm not on. Nope. The new ones I'm not on. Nope. Won't listen to them. Um, so yes, Charlie made me. That's that's the first thing I'll say about this. Um, but it was it was a wild uh, experience, and I, I put in the description. This is weird because it's not all acapella with bearded men singing soprano. We we kept the bearded men singing soprano but added like a whole big band and string section and Uh, big percussion section and recorded this at Skywalker sound. So it was like, what is happening? Um, And major arrangers and like, you know, it was so for me personally, it was great experience. Do I listen to it every Christmas? No. Um, (laughs) The, the other thing I will say is that, um, Warner Classics put this out, and we had no say, zero say, in what the record was called, what the art looked like, nothing. And there were some of the best stuff that we did, did not make it on the album. And so internally, we made a disc. Actually, Joe Jennings, our director, gave us a disc, and he was like, here, just take this. (laughs) <laughs> and we we listened to it, and it was all the stuff that didn't make it. And so internally, we called that one, Make the Yuletides Gay. And that, <laughs> that was our version of Let It Snow.
3: That's, wow, that's that. incredible. And you I don't want
2: to see the artwork for that disc either. That's not, it's not <laughs>
0: family not friendly. Safe, not safe
2: for work. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs>
3: Oh well, so what's
0: that What's that process like? So, like, you're going to do this album, and you're going to Skywalker Sound. Like, what's the process of, like, learning that music like? Like, how um, how far ahead of the time did you get these arrangements? Like, was it, like, all seat of the pants, like you're doing it in the time? Or you had, like, months to put this together?
2: No, we had fairly firm deadlines, so we had months to learn it. But the weird thing is that we were used to learning music, but then when we learned it, we knew how it sounded. Hmm. And we're not balancing our singing with anything so then you get a full brass section in relatively small room i mean it's a big recording studio but it's not big enough for trumpets um and and then you're trying to balance male sopranos and altos with a five or six piece percussion thing doing ocho candelicas you know and it's like there were all sorts of Balance issues. Um, and also a lot of us just looking around, being like, What is this? is awesome. Um, and then this was fairly standard that we learned it as the charts were written. And then we got in the recording studio, and the music director at the time, Joe Jennings, who's the musical genius, was like, Yeah, but. Would you sing this other thing? And we'd be like, "What? What? What other thing?" And he's like, "Well, <laughs> you know, it means this other thing." <laughs> <laughs> you know. So there was there was certainly some some seat of the pants in the recording studio, but not in the learning process.
0: Very cool, Amy. Well, and we could talk. We could do like a. We could probably do a whole episode and just like talking about all of that and breaking that down. But I'll I'll save you the i'll save you thank you that game <laughs> amy what's I have your so first, many questions Amy, what's your first
4: <clears throat> my album? first album may make some people cringe i don't really know i think everybody feels differently about ariana grande i get it i'll always love her christmas and chill i'm like who could not love this <laughs> a lot of people probably but i i kind of like the Christmas pop thing it's like I know it was originated you know much before these like Ariana and Justin Bieber types but they're kind of fun to listen to like the mid 2010 to 20 like 2014-15 that era if I can call it that it's two years but (laughs) No, I just like, I I love Ariana Grande. And I think a lot of it is silly, but I always find myself in the car like, yeah, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this for the good mood. And I'll always love her voice. So That's my first one.
0: I'm a fan of Ariana Grande, but I don't know a lot of her stuff very well. And I've like, I've heard some of this album before, but it's like maybe not quite like How popular is this, I guess, among people that aren't me?
4: I don't know (laughs) that it is. No, I really like, I don't know. I think she, I feel like she sort of got to her, like, stardom era, like, much later than this. She has some, like, Mm. 2012 to 2016, because I think 2016 was when she released stuff like Break Free. I might be wrong, but Mm. before then, she has, like a fair amount of stuff that I don't know really makes it into her sort of like well-known discography. Um, Yeah. And then also I honestly haven't shed this album back to front. I thought this song Santa tell me was on this album and it's not, but then I was also like, okay, I just have to like, you know, Ari's Christmas album. Yeah. But yeah, she does. I think she does have like a fair amount of stuff. That's not necessarily. That didn't make it into her sort of like pop mm-hmm. um phenom phase. i
1: do like like younger ariana me too she kind of slays yeah. she time. honestly
2: does incredible actually. yeah
3: yeah
1: so. charlie rock
0: and, rock and roll see yeah my first one is a new thing for me the the spirit of christmas by ray charles and i know this is not like a it's not a new album or something but i for some reason i never like listened to the album i just heard all heard all these a bunch of these recordings so like that spirit of christmas in national lampoon's christmas vacation which is like basically my favorite christmas movie it's like top three um this is from the scene where he's like sitting up in the attic and he it's like cold he's like gets locked up in the attic <laughs> and everyone leaves to go christmas shopping and he's like up there and it's like freezing. And so he like wears his like great grandmother's clothes that he finds like in a, in like a box. And then he's got that. And he's like watching the old like reels of video, like movies from like family, family movies or whatever. And just like crying. And this is the song that's like playing Then It's like so great. And then the ver- this version of Winter Wonderland is from When Harry Met Sally, which is oh, like wow. not really a Christmas movie, but it's like a fall holiday movie. It's like a, I don't know. It's like so a September to January movie kind of thing, but, um, but I was always like, "Oh man, I love that! I love that recording of Winter Wonderland." I was like, "Who even did that?" And I like looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's actually what sent me to this album because we had just watched oh. When Harry Met Sally, and I was like, "Oh my god, who did that recording?" Because the rest of that, rest of that movie is all uh, Harry Connick Jr. stuff for the most part, and so it's like I was like, "That's not Harry Connick Jr. I, I like I know that for sure." I don't know much, but I know that's not Harry Connick you know? <laughs> So But like, went and I went and like looked it up, and there's some like crazy stuff on this. There's like some crazy arrangements, and there's like great Fender Rhodes stuff, and Ray Charles mm-hmm. just sounds like so awesome, and um, it's just like it's just completely up up my alley, and it's like become now, you know. I'd really this this year, this Christmas, this is like my favorite Christmas album. This Christmas, I've been listening to it like nonstop
1: oh wow cool. are you gonna get it on vinyl next
0: i don't know it sounds like that sounds expensive but i might what's funny is like normal vinyl can be expensive but christmas vinyl is like twice as they're like really? listen it's christmas This is gonna be sixty dollars and i'm like what sixty dollars for vince garaldi like charlie brown special or something and they're like yeah <laughs> like, oh, the last gosh. one rude yeah it's rough they really they really get you in the feels have, have any? Has anybody else listened to this album at all?
1: I'm gonna now. Not know oh, going
0: to. Yeah. this is the yes. one. This is the one, my friends. Add it to wow. your. Put in your stockings. This is the. This is the album. That is um, a weird also thing has
3: for a your con- stocking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't fit. Just fold it. it <laughs> jam it expensive. in. Expensive. <laughs> fold it. Fold your sixty-dollar <laughs> vinyl. Just melt he it down.
1: Was- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my next. I am next. Okay. So I'm from Houston. I I say that a lot. But of course, I had to like put some Houston stuff on You're wearing the shirt
0: too. Yes. Represent. World
1: Championships. Okay. Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Tad Tangent. I was at a wonderful like musical theater thing in Boston And this man, they started playing "Same Name, Same Name," you know. Mm. And this person was like, "Oh, what group is this?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Destiny's Child. Are they from like 2014?" (laughs) (laughs) It's like, "Dear Lord, help me help them." (laughs) Destiny Child, 2014. They're like, "Oh, is this like um, you know, I know it's Beyonce and like you know Lil Kim." I said, "Lil Kim is a rapper." (laughs) Yikes. Oh, no. It was, anyways, ah. <laughs> back to Christmas. <laughs> Everybody, all my friends were like, oh, my gosh, this Christmas album by Destiny's Child. This is like great. I mean, it's not like Im- impeccable. Like it's not their best work, but it's like one of the few albums where you can hear each member do their thing. Like everyone's like, oh, you never hear Michelle. And so you actually hear Michelle <laughs> in this album. And you hear Kelly, like do her thing. And you hear Be- of course, you hear Beyonce. Beyonce's all over it. But also Solange does some things on here, too. So I like the arrangements. Mm -hmm. They have some R&B stuff going on. They have some gospel stuff. They have, like, more traditional things. So I think it's a great Christmas album. Like, we just, we were like, oh, yeah, we're cool. We're listening to the Destiny's Child Christmas album. Look at us. You know, (laughs) at, like, nine years old. (laughs) But, yeah. Why is it
0: Um. Eight Days of Christmas?
1: Because they have a song, the, f- the first song on the album is going like, ain't this a kiss much am love too long it's a me. You know?
0: What like their the spin days? on it. <laughs> what happens?
4: <laughs> <laughs> <And> st- <laughs> they like we can't go to 12. They didn't. My, my favorite was that you just went, me. Nee. <laughs> like there was like <laughs> a it was like riffified. <laughs> That's what they do. That's. What <laughs> what <laughs> I was obsessed. Poorly. No, no. <laughs>
1: no, no. That was purposeful. But no, that's like <laughs> that the main single off that record is Eight Days of Christmas. And it goes hard, y'all. Like
4: actually <laughs> does. Oh my god.
0: That answers why the album is called that. I don't know why the song is called that then. Why didn't they do why didn't they do seven? They didn't do like a week. They didn't do the normal twelve days of traditional 12 days. They didn't do like an advent calendar, like we're gonna do twenty-four, <laughs> 24 days.
1: I don't know. You have to ask Beyoncé Charlie. It's
0: creative. <laughs> very creative of them.
1: They have to be very different. cool.
2: Very cool. Well, um, Gabe, what's your what's number two? Oh man. So this is one that we do play every Christmas, unlike Shana Clear. Um, <laughs> John Denver and the Muppets. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Like there's a section where they sing figgy pudding and Mrs. Pig says piggy pudding? And then one of the other muppets is like, no, figgy pudding made with figs. And she goes, oh. And then they say, and bacon. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's it's like the best because it's a perfect, it's like a perfect marriage of all the all the things that you want from 1979 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had this my family oh, had I this on that. vinyl so we definitely yeah, we definitely like played
0: this as a as a little kid i have like the mm-hmm. I, hanging on my wall i have like the muppet show vinyl which oh, is wow. like the mana mana boop, boop, and all that stuff but yeah. this was we had this too there's a there um if i'm not mistaken there's like a 12 days of christmas
2: oh yeah right is. that like is like very intense it's like, out it's of control because monster does one and it's like <laughs> yeah yeah it's chaotic yeah and this vinyl is too expensive to buy just for the record <laughs> yeah and john denver is like the classic
0: sort of like muppets guest right like he he was on the show like a bunch and all that kind of stuff like he it's perfect they were good friends him and the muppets they went on road trips it's cool have you, either of you heard this album the the Muppets, the Den- John Denver thing and the Muppets? No.
4: I'm telling you, I have all my listening scheduled out. Yeah, yeah,
0: this is going to be... You have to There's, start today. Exactly, like 40 days worth
4: of... 40 <laughs> days and 40 nights. Imagine I get up at like 5 a.m. on Christmas and I'm like, I still have two albums left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like imagining myself like every spare moment, I'm like, Christmas!
0: We can't open presents until I listen yeah. to this Denver, yeah. John Denver and the Muppets <laughs> album.
4: <laughs> and I'm like... I said it, the my figgy homework. piggy Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got to get to the figgy piggy part. Um, okay, Amy, what's next on your list? Okay. I think something we've all heard.
4: Oh, God. Well, Finally. yeah, so Charlie, yes, <laughs> Charlie had this on his list, and I was like, oh, Charlie. And because he was, he had so many, he was very generous, and he shared this one with me. But we all love this one, I think. But anyways, it's called a Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> this it's the is season
0: a- for hoarding and then giving.
4: <laughs> 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 yes. So this is A Charlie Brown Christmas by Vince Giraldi. I mean, I I would say I think this is like my favorite of all time. I think that stresses me out to say that. But I just like I mean, first of all, when you pair it with the movie, it's like the best ever because it's for me, it's very nostalgic. I think for a lot of people, it's nostalgic. And Peanuts is such a I just like so iconic in like the true sense of the word. Um, and i also associate it with family just because it's like been in my family a lot and my dad plays piano so um like there was that whole thing as kids where we'd be like dad like can you teach me the left hand of linus and lucy like trying to do all the like all the stuff um and it's just like ridiculously swinging like that's what I think is insane is it's that it's like Charlie Brown and then it's like duh, 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 uh, uh, and they just start like tipping really hard like, <laughs> in the middle of this like cartoon movie <laughs> anyways so I just I can't say enough good things about this album I love it. That's great.
1: <laughs> I know for some people, this is like how one of my friends, Vince Guaraldi is how they got into jazz in the first place. They're like, oh, yeah, Vince Graldi like
4: it. And that's then- hilarious that you say that. My dad literally, when people say they don't like jazz, he asks them if they've listened to this album. Really? And they're like, oh, yeah, I love it. And he's like, all right.
2: <laughs> they're like, gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> First day in school. Yeah. <laughs> he spins around. <girly>. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, this this like whenever we put up the Christmas tree, I love playing like o ten and Bomb" from this album. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's cool stuff, and I I think like it, what's funny is the recording sound of like the piano in the like the trio and stuff is like so iconically this like it's like no other piano trio just like sounds like this there's just something about it it's like it's like a little snapshot of a time and stuff or like it has such a specific sound nothing else sounds like it it's great what's funny about that charlie brown christmas movie thing though is it's like super short yeah, it's like super short, and there's only like really kind of two Christmas songs in it, or something, right? And the mm-hmm. oh, and the uh, you didn't mention Christmas time is here, like that's oh, where no. that, that's where Christmas time is here comes from, and that's like oh my god, yeah. to think that that song like didn't exist, and then all of a sudden it was like Christmas
3: time is here. Yeah, that song can all be over like the world.
0: It can be like kind of fun and happy, or it can just be like devastatingly sad. You know, yeah. like it's that that song has like a lot of range.
4: It does, and vocally. Yes, Rangy,
0: yeah. I told you I was going to Bogart all of these and like have (laughs) a lot to say about all of them, but (laughs) I'm sorry, I'll go on to my next, I'll go on to my next part of the list. So, um, when my heart finds Christmas by Harry Connick Jr is number two on my list. So, um. The Harry Connick Jr. like Christmas stuff is is all good. Like, there's I think there's maybe three or four albums now or something like Christmas albums. It was just kind of like he was like, cash those checks, cash those checks, get it. I but this album that. is like the fir- his first Christmas album. He write like the thing that I always like talk like anytime I pl- like this is on somewhere and we're like listening to it. Everyone's always kind of like, oh my god, those big band arrangements are like so amazing. And then I'm kind of like. You know Harry Connick Jr wrote those big band arrangements, right? He did the, he orchestrated yes. them. And it's like and they're like, "What? I thought he was just like this kind of croonery kind of guy." And I'm like he like he's an amazing piano player. He was like playing the New Orleans Jazz Festival when he's like 4 or something. <laughs> like he's a prodigy. <laughs> and um and he's it's just brilliant, but it's just like, man, I, I don't some of the best big band writing i've like legit ever heard on any kind of a thing is on this album it just like it just hits so hard and um and he has such an iconic voice his vibrato is like really iconic there's just something about you hear him sing with the vibrato and you're just kind of like oh that's a harry connor jr thing i don't (laughs) think a lot of people could get away with it like it's kind of wide and it's like pretty prominent and it's like very Mm. different than what the modern like vocal jazz Kind of thing was happening especially like in the 90s and early 2000s and stuff so um yeah love love this album to death it just kicks ass and like his piano playing on it too is just really great everything about it is like a dig
4: yes the reason i was like no one can see me unless you're watching the podcast instead of listening, but I was scrolling because last night I literally did a Google search and sent like seven text messages trying to figure out who arranges for him <laughs> because I was checking it out and I was like exactly what you literally just said. I was yeah. just pretty impressed because it's like you're he has a voice himself as you're saying, but then also the writing, like his writing voice is so him too. Yeah, So I was like, I was loving it. My yeah.
1: grandmother actually hit me to Harry Connick Jr. because she was also in love with Harry Connick. <laughs> so she was like, Oh my gosh, check this out. And I was like, Duchess, you're correct. This is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love
0: that. Rock on. So, uh, Alex.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep forgetting I'm next. I get so happy because uh, we're talking about Christmas. Oh, another one. <laughs> <Are>
3: we-
1: <laughs> So this is another Houston staple, um, Christmas with Yolanda Adams. I don't know why they everyone likes this Christmas with thing. Mm. You know, Christmas with PJ Morton, Christmas with Yolanda Adams. Ab- Anyways, um, this has one of my favorite arrangements of Oh Holy Night on it. I think she absolutely slays it. Um, I think it like gives a, like, a whole new vibe to Oh Holy Night because I got tired of that song. Josh Groban, I'm okay. Like I don't have to even <laughs> sing it again. Um, but...
4: Wait, that's such a thing. Can we just take a (laughs) quick sidebar? Why are there like there's a sect of people who are just obsessed with like anything Josh Groban does. (laughs) He he like blinks, and they're like, "Oh my god, Josh Groban!" (laughs) Like, do we understand that, or should we just leave that and move on? Okay, okay, all right.
0: There is no understanding. Okay, cool.
4: Okay, yeah, but sorry, uh, Alex. No, he has a chokehold
1: on "Oh Holy Night." Yeah, he does. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, this album, I think it like she is mostly known for like being a gospel artist, um, but in this album you kind of hear like her pop sensibilities, and it's like like not too churchy, which I've always enjoyed about Yolanda, and like so I think it was nice to like hear her on an album like this that's like mainly for like radio, and I loved it. That's all I have to say.
4: Gonna check this. I don't now, know too.
0: this album either. But I am excited to check it out. (laughs) But yeah, the Christmas with thing is like very much a thing. Yeah. I feel like that's like an invite. Like, come over to my house. Come have Mm -hmm. some eggnog.
3: Fireside chat.
0: Come have a fireside chat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man.
2: Okay, Gabe, what's your number three? Oh, number three. Once upon a Christmas, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. (laughs) another one we play every year and it's i i it's i put it in the same category as the time denver thing it's like all you want it's all of dolly parton's little turns and you know it's gonna happen and you like i'm gonna love this and then she does it and then you're like yeah i love that that was good <laughs> um it's just smooth it's so smooth and I don't think there's an acoustic instrument in the entire album. Like I think it's all electrified. Um, oh my gosh! It's wonderful. I that's an overstatement um, about the electrification, but but it's wonderful. Um, when you have a song like "Hard Candy Christmas,"
3: mm. it's a
2: you know, you know you're doing something right. You know, it's <laughs> it's eight. Eight days of hard candy Christmas. I think there could be some sort of a <laughs> melding there. Destiny's yes. Child
4: yes. and
2: Dolly Parton. I that.
4: wow. That's incredible. Oh my I, was, I was
0: just like really quickly looking up because I was like, oh, is there a movie that basically is this album or something with like, with um, Kenny Rogers? And it's like, I don't think so. But I think there's like a vid- special or something that they did. Cause I'm like, I have a, vi- I have a, um, picture in my head of like them up at a cabin or something
3: oh
2: did they do that later like the thing know, where they make the i don't know but
0: I, I think what it is i think what i'm thinking of is dolly parton's movie from 1986 called a smoky mountain christmas i don't know if you ever saw if any of you've ever seen that but no. it's like she has
1: a movie
0: i mean she has actually a couple christmas movie special things but this the tagline of this is from is a country and western singer on a trip through the tennessee mountains runs into a reclusive bex woodsman and a <laughs> witch. The and a witch part is hilarious.
1: In parentheses? And it's a
0: Christmas movie.
1: And a witch. A Christmas and there's
0: witch. a witch and a back sw- a backwoodsman. And it stars Lee Majors as Mountain Dan.
1: <laughs> but but who's, who's
0: the witch? I don't know. Yeah, who's I'm not the finding that a witch. That has to be
1: Dolly. That has to be Dolly. Maybe Dolly.
0: Witch. Yeah. Her character like... is named Lorna Davis. No, she She's probably plays Dolly both. Parton. Maybe she does worse.
3: Oh,
0: there's a character yes. named Jezebel, but I don't know if that's the witch. But Mountain Dan—it's it's getting amazing. less and
2: less Christmassy by the moment. <laughs>
3: it's
0: very, it's very strange. But I just wanted to—I just wanted to let everybody know about that. I had a little—that was my thing to add about, <laughs> about the character. On the night, Dolly Parton, thing. That Dolly, I, Parton that who, I... Dolly Parton who's twice on the list. Yes. Is she Sorry. really? Yeah. Dolly Parton's choice on this.
3: Sorry. No,
4: I know. Literally, all I was going to say is that I've been going on Netflix and just clicking through the like Christmas Hallmark movies and watching them. Yes. It's like a That's secret. A like, I know they're bad, but they're so bad. They're good. That's what I, I say all the time. Them. Yes. I mean, it's okay. like so predictable, but it's like everything I it's want. Like...
1: Yeah, it's like your comfort movie. You're like, oh yeah. yes, I know everything that's gonna happen. They're gonna yes. kiss at the end, and I'm yeah.
4: gonna be happy. <laughs> yes,
0: unless um, it's um, what was the what was the movie we talked about last week? The uh, falling
1: for Christmas.
0: Unless unless it's falling for Christmas, and you're um, oh, but what's the actress's <laughs> name? I'm blanking.
1: Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Unless you're Lindsay <laughs>
0: Lohan, and then you get a stunt double to come in to do the <laughs> final kiss. Did you? Did you? Did the two of you watch that? Gabe, I'm no, assuming remember- you did not watch that. But. No, I don't I don't do technology. I don't even think, I don't, He's do like, you, what? Gabe, do you have a television in your house even? No. No, okay. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. No. So Gabe, I knew Gabe had not watched the new Lindsay Lohan like horrible. I love Christmas that. Movie.
4: Wait, I love that you don't have a TV. Yeah. No. My parents I'm, kept I'm... ours in an armoire. They closed it away. That's nice. good. Yeah.
0: When we were in college, there was like a TV in our dorm room, and like Gabe would come by to like just hang out, and the, I I'd like turn the TV on, I'd like turn a movie on or something, and Gabe would just go like,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. and be like what?"
0: And, and I'm like, I was like, Gabe, I don't know what we're talking. And he's like, I don't, I didn't grow up with a television in my house, so like if there's a TV on somewhere, it just is like I'm hallucinated, like or, uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: hypnotized by like the TV is like whoa, there's like moving things.
4: Oh my gosh. It's
2: great. It's, st- it's still like this. I'm surprised <laughs> I can hold the conversation right now because it's like multiple like, little TVs right here. T- <laughs> it's a movie, game. <laughs> it's so exciting.
0: <laughs> um, okay, Amy, what's number three?
4: Hey, number three is Christmas time with the Judds by the Judds. And the reason I put this on my list is because of the song Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. Um, I grew up with like, well, like a lot of different types of music, but in my, with my parents and my godparents, a lot of like this type of music, like the Judds and Alison Krauss. And so I grew up with like that sort of like vocal, um, example. And I, I just listened to it. Like, I just love the way that she sings the melody because it's, it's absolutely pure. And just, she just, she's one of these people that just kind of like sings and it comes out of her and you're like, Oh and you just, I don't know. I really love it. And it's kind of sweet too. It's like beautiful star, like that vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I so love good. this song. I love it so much. Yeah, it sings itself. So mm-hmm. um yeah. I'm very I'm inspired by I, I always kind of forget too because I feel like um I don't know why. I just always forget that I'm very inspired by that type of vocalist. I get caught up in everything else. But there's something about this type of acoustic arrangement and just sort of a melody being sung. (laughs) And that's that. Charlie? Uh,
0: My my next one, number three, is At Christmas by James Taylor. Um, I don't know if this is like a thing anybody else has listened to very much, but it is like jazzy James Taylor going to jazz town and it's like so what i what i wrote here was the straightest tone of all time is absolutely nailsville here (laughs) it's like
3: literally
0: i just love it just is so easy like he just is like just perfectly in tune constantly and he just is like doing it and then there's all this other stuff happening it was like chris body playing stuff behind him like um uh harmon mute stuff it's like it's awesome and my so uh this and then there's a santa claus is coming to town thing and it's like um there's a part where he goes like now this is getting serious
3: and it just is so
0: (laughs) funny it's just like so hilarious it's like at the end of santa claus the end of this the end of this um recording of santa claus is coming town it's just it's like it's like oh, it's so hilarious and cool (laughs) but it's just like He's doing the tag to Santa Claus, he's like Santa Claus is coming. But Santa Claus is coming. Now this is getting serious. Santa Claus <laughs> is coming <laughs> to town. And then it gets like super mellow and chill. It's like to town, does this like saucy thing. And then he's like, uh, you better watch out. And it's like this big Lydian like thing at the end. It's like sharp four is like for days. And it's just like, I was like, wow, James Taylor. That was like that was for me. I feel like <laughs> that last 30 seconds was James like James
4: is like Charlie. Here like, you, you go. Know,
0: you know me. You name, you know me, James. Um so it's yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't think it's a super popular album. I actually tried speaking of vinyl, I tried to like buy this on vinyl last year. Uh-huh. And I three, three or four different times I found it on the Big Lots website. And I <laughs> and I bought it. And then when they went to send it to me, they just sent me a candle instead. And I, and I had to email them and be like, I was expecting At Christmas by James Taylor on vinyl. And instead, I got a candle that is not even like a holiday flavor. It's just a candle. Like, this is it not. Was not cool. a
2: James Taylor candle?
0: It wasn't even a James Taylor candle. <laughs> Um,
3: uh-huh. oh my gosh. And eventually,
0: I gave up. Like, I tried four times, and they're like, "Sorry, it's like out of stock or something." I was like, "Okay, well, why'd you just send me a candle? Like, what's the what's the <laughs> without business?" without even model an here? apology,
4: no. Yeah. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> a Imagine.
0: candle's heavier than a, an LP. <laughs> this is you're losing money here. But the um, but yeah, so I don't have it on vinyl. But I but I, I I do love this album, and I and not many people have listened to it, I don't think. But if you like James Taylor, and if you like Christmas, or one of those two things. recommend yeah Alex what's number four for you
1: uh the magic of Christmas by Natalie Cole now I wow so the only reason why I know this song is because I had a horrific dance solo in church and I had to sing I had to dance to Mary did you know and this is the first time that I appreciate this is also the first time I appreciated oboe because I heard it well I was like (laughs) oh my gosh This is a great oboe solo in the beginning. (laughs) I was so happy about that. I was like, yes, go oboe. Anyways, I'm obsessed (laughs) with this record because the arrangements are great. And she sounds so good with the London Symphony Orchestra. Like, are you kidding me? She like just kind of like, like just... It's like glitter. She's just like glitter on top of the orchestra. And they're just playing so beautifully. And the oboe is amazing. <laughs> and I was flopping around <laughs> on the stage. But <laughs> this album, highly recommend. Highly recommend. The oboe is so good. I'm so serious. Y'all think I'm kidding. I'm the oboe is played obsessed. so well. That's it.
0: Gabe, when how old were you when you had your oboe awakening?
2: Yeah, that's. I don't know if I feel comfortable answering that personal that's question okay. on personal. a podcast. That's pretty personal. Yeah. But um, it wasn't until college. I was a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer. <laughs> yeah.
0: I knew it. Well, what's your? Speaking of late bloomers, Gabe, what's your? What's number four on your? There list? you go.
2: This is a rogue, <laughs> uh, like hippie album basic i don't know if it's hippie but like recovering my parents are hippies so this is this is where this comes from it's like a it's like a a celtic slash folk all acoustic this is like the pendulum swings from dolly parton and kenny rogers and goes to like the most intimate tiny desk version of things that you can find um and it was just it was like an annual tradition so that's why this mm-hmm. one is extremely sentimental to me and it's all like you know good king Wenceslas lost finger picking <laughs> just that's that's kind of what we're dealing with here i dig the title of this album is
0: a lot it's like yeah. it's yeah. trying to convey a lot of of sort it, feeling
2: it's like most of my emails you're like you <laughs> can you could have said that with fewer words. <laughs> you you tone it tone it down a little bit, like yeah.
3: The
0: very have, best, warmest, best wishes, Gabe. It's like well,
2: you have had to, to add a semicolon to the subject line. That's <laughs> too much. So yeah, that's what they did here. I don't know if you even said it. So the gift.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Acoustic yeah. offerings for the holiday season. I'll do a dramatic reading of it. That's like, who's Eric? I don't know Eric uh, Tingstad and Nancy Rumble. This is—I
2: I don't either. I'm sure there's some like <laughs> happily married couple from Vermont that love wow. string instruments. That's mm.
3: my—that
2: could be wrong, but I'm that's what it sounds the like. Couple
0: from like the SNL skit with the hot tub, where they're like, "Welcome to the hot tub." <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about at all? It's like oh, a I have feral. to go watch oh, that again. Yes. <laughs> I'm imagining that couple, and they're like. We'd like to give you a gift, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. It's an acoustic I'm offering for the holidays. I'm getting prunes. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, beautiful. I can't wait to check it out. It sounds very vibey. Um, yeah. Amy, what's number four for you? Another classic. Um,
4: oh. Number four is... Wait, I lost it because I just was checking to make sure I was right. That the snowman in Rudolph is Burl so that's where this comes from for me because like rudolph is another movie that that my family is obsessed with and we always would joke about how like he's like the dialogue happens and then his mouth will go and move (laughs) afterwards so we like that's like constantly a joke at christmas time and then also we always bring up the fact that burl ives is the the winking snowman (laughs) that we love so So, to be frank like i haven't honestly done the deep dive on this album but burl ives is like very quintessential to christmas for me and as is the album it seems so that is my backstory for um that i love that movie did i say the title i don't think so. but you could christmas eve he he decided to depart from well, it's with Burl Ives So mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he said, not Christmas, it's Christmas Eve with Burl Ives. Night yeah. The night before. Yeah. Different. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
0: I've got a reservation the night before. Um yeah. <laughs> um yeah, Burl Ives to me is really like a facial hair situation. Like that's <laughs> when, when I think of Burl Ives, I think of like the
3: like mustache
0: Sweet. and the, like a little goatee, like the blonde mustache and goatee thing. Uh I, I think he had that situation until he was, like, basically he died. It says he wow. he was age 85 when he died. I think it was, like, blonde and exactly that shape probably all 85 years. I think he oh, was two years gosh. old, and it was like, Burl, what's going on <laughs> with your face? I love that.
4: Oh, my your gosh. face okay, Burl?
0: Silver and gold. Silver. Uh. What's funny about all that, the Rudolph stuff, like, the stop-motion-y thing,
3: it's oh, yeah. all like
0: almost kind of classical, like quasi-classical singer stuff, like from that time. It's like silver and gold. Well, Rudolph, oh like the, <laughs> like the the sound, like the vocal sound is like yeah, such of a time.
4: It is. Uh
0: okay, number four, for me, speaking of such of a time, so there's a lot of Sinatra albums to choose, but I chose this very, very early one called Christmas Songs by Sinatra. By Frank Sinatra. <laughs> um, Whoa! Uh, Not this is his third al- ever studio album, it's 1948, oh, wow. um, and it's actually like a it's actually like a, almost like a greatest hits kind of thing. Because I, I think like what was kind of more common back then and around that time was like singles. You know, there'd be like a like an A side, a B side kind of a thing, like this the smaller mm-hmm. sort of disc kind of situation. So so his early career was like a lot of that stuff. But this pulls together like a lot of different recorded things, and like even like it has some like archival stuff from his like radio radio appearances, which is super cool. Um, so my favorite, but my and so my favorite thing from this is I always play this for people because I think it's just so hilarious. Uh, The their version of Winter Wonderland, it's like old school Hollywood like radio drama kind of thing. Like it starts with like the announcer, he's like and now the hosts of laughing time, Sally, whatever her name is, and <laughs> our special host for the night, Frank Sinatra. And he's like, well, hi, Dean. How's it going? It's great to be here. And then he just goes in the thing. He's like, well, you know, we the, the quotes on this are just so amazing. Like he, he goes right from like this marketing thing, like, hey, welcome to this. This is brought to you by Kendor's ties or something. It's like shoe polish is <laughs> like he does this marketing thing right into like a little play. He's like, well, I'm this guy on the top of the roof, and I'm like, blah, blah, and he does this thing, and then it, he goes right from that into singing. Like, there's no, oh my
3: God, it's like all <laughs> no just like
0: one breath almost. And so he's like, "We've planned a show, playing it safe all the way, strictly loaded with favorites and fun to do." That's a sentence and fun to do. We've planned a show, playing it safe all the way, strictly loaded with favorites and fun to do. Nailed it.
4: I must say that every day.
0: And then after Are that, we, he's can like, "Can you
1: just make announcements all the time?"
0: Like just doing that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Wait, and why don't he goes in this little play and he's like, "I start this. This starts the scene starts off with me. I'm the little man. I'm, I'm the little man on the barometer, and I'm predicting light snow followed by lighter music. Sleigh bells ring, and he just like goes right <laughs> into it. And it's like it's so sick. I dig it so much. It's so cool. It's like such of an era of like this kind of a thing that I think like." is just it's very like at least in my mind is like a bygone forgotten kind of era of this of this kind of thing um but it's so cool there's a lot of great recordings on it like some cool vocal arrangements and stuff and um so it's not just this one funny thing it's like a great album to listen to as well but that's like i'm I'm always like okay wait i'm trying to remember what the song is where he does the thing about the barometer (laughs) and he says fun to do What's that song? And then I have to go, sleigh bells ring? Oh, yeah, it's Winter Wonderland, so I have to go uh, <laughs> do that thing.
4: I'm listening to that immediately after this podcast.
0: Oh, classic. I feel that way about like 13 things already. But yeah. <laughs> um, Classic.
1: <laughs> classic.
0: Okay, Alex, uh-huh. what's number five?
1: Speaking of classics, <laughs> uh, number five, I have Christmas album. That's the name of it, Christmas album by the Jackson Five. That's wow. We all know why this one is on the list. They just outdid themselves. They don't have to <laughs> they didn't need to make another record after this. <laughs> wow, mommy. Wow, mommy's kissing Santa Claus. Um, anyways, I saw mommy. It's just like you have to keep going, anyways.
0: You better watch out. Oh, watch
1: out. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> This whole album, I don't know. We used to grow up, we had two Christmas trees. The fake Christmas tree that my mom was allowed to decorate and we weren't allowed to touch. And then the real Christmas tree, which is like the, the Christmas tree that the kids could like put their stuff on. And we, like me and my brothers would always like jam out to this album. Like while we were doing our terrible Christmas tree that my mother was like, do y'all have that one? <laughs> but it was so amazing. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about this album. Everyone knows it.
3: Mm.
0: The bass line on Up on a Housetop, Up on a Housetop oh. or whatever, like that bass line, oh, it's so good. Every <laughs> year I listen to that and I'm like, oh my God, I need to go play that. I need to go like, sit down and transcribe yeah. it like every yeah. year. I'm like, I need to do that again.
3: <laughs>
0: but that's not like one of the Jackson 5s playing the bass, right? That's like, that's like Motown. Hey, actually Fives, no, I actually don't know.
1: They do play bass. They, like, are they at,
0: that- I forget who, but I don't mean to like...
1: We call them that. Give you
0: homework or something. But I because I don't remember I don't because some don't of this stuff is either. just like the we have to look it up on discogs or something.
1: I'm looking it up like right now.
0: Great. Uh maybe while that's we'll happening,
3: we
0: we'll come back to you. We'll
3: yeah. come back
2: to me. Gabe, what's number five for you?
3: Bye. Johnny
2: Mathis, Merry Christmas.
3: Yes.
2: So speaking of vibrato <laughs> <laughs> His vibrato is like the polar opposite of Harry Connick Jr. (laughs) Right? It's like. And it just works because he has the pitch center of James Taylor with like a vibrato of a, I don't know what, a chipmunk on some sort of methamphetamine. And it's so. It's so good. Like I just love it. And the album cover for this album is also wonderful because he does not ski. And that that so that's like pure false advertising, but he <laughs> looks so good. I know that's superficial. Um, <laughs> but also the music is also the music is is wonderful. And the orchestra, I mean the orchestration is also of of an era, and it just is so you know he's he's special he's a special one so i love (laughs) this album and i do have this one on vinyl i do too yeah i think i think
0: anybody that has vinyl has this one on on vinyl i
2: think it's like (laughs) yummy
0: but you're right yeah that album cover with him in the skis i'm just like yeah i don't know i think if i think i'm in love with him or something or like i think i'm (laughs) attracted to him Absolutely. it's kind of weird like i don't know if it's the skis or what's going on or just like the or the perfect I, outfit i mean the perfect <laughs> outfit yeah i don't i either want to be with hair. him or i want to be him i don't know with, which one but the, i've never listened to johnny mathis except for christmas music i don't oh, know if really? Like a, really yeah I've, I've never heard oh yeah of my,
2: my mom loves johnny mathis so that was one of the like when we got our first record player it was like on the short list of things to get other stuff is good, too, but the Christmas is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, what's number five for you?
4: Number five is Ella Wishes You a Swinging Christmas by Ella Fitzgerald. Ooh. I literally, yeah, I don't even really want to say anything. Like, honestly, <laughs> I because I do, but I don't know. Like, just I guess just listen to it. <laughs> I'm a, I love it. Another childhood staple. Necessary.
0: Necessary. Okay, well we'll I'll move on since you don't
4: I don't know. I just you know it what I mean. For itself. I listen to it. That's what I mean. Yeah, there's I I'm, I'm just gonna like ooh and <coughs> ah and she's we know Ella.
0: We have heard of her. Yeah. Hero. Mm-hmm. Um I'll go on to number five while Alex is still doing research. <laughs>
4: maybe not.
1: I am. A wait for your cue for you, to,
0: to figure out who. My number five is Christmas album. Again, another Christmas album, not to be confused with any of the other ones <laughs> named Christmas album. But this is Christmas album by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. <clears throat> and this, I have a lot to say about this. Surprisingly, get ready. <laughs> Let's go.
3: Buffalo up, everyone.
0: <laughs> another hilarious album cover art where he's wearing, um, he's like wearing a Santa like he's like Santa, but it's like super close up and he's just staring at the camera and he's playing the trumpet and it's like Santa is um, very dark skin and is playing the trumpet in my face and he's like staring at me like, Hey, what's going on? Are you oh into God. this? So uh, Herb Albert, I have surprisingly like four, uh, we've been talking a lot about vinyl. I have like four or five Herb Albert and the Tijuana brass vinyls because I inherited a collection from a great uncle. I was, like, oh very gosh. into Herb Albert, I guess.
4: <laughs> wow. And so,
0: like, I have a bunch of this stuff. I didn't really know about it. And I was, like, well, I have this record or whatever. I'll play it. And so Herb Albert was, like, in the 60s, was, like, this, like, throbby trumpet player, instrumentally person. Like, they were, like, famous. It's kind of, like, there's this time in, in, like, the 60s and 70s kind of, but I think more the 60s, where it was, like, just, like, instrumental albums that aren't jazz... Are just like kind of pop instrumental albums are like super famous and there's are like super they're super popular and like they sold a bunch of copies and there's this stuff too where it's like um, organ music like huh. not like not like church organ music but like the mm-hmm. organ that your like grandma had that you could like put on the bossa nova drum beat and like play the flute sound over here and the trombone sound over here like the like the home organs people had or whatever like there's albums and albums of that stuff like playing Christmas music or doing whatever kind of thing like it's crazy. I uh, There's like steel pan Christmas album things. So this is like kind of in that zone of stuff. But this is the absolute best of that. This is like cream of the crop. And it's just it's it's really great, but it's really funny to me. It's like it's it's like a lot of musical jokes that were not supposed to be jokes at the time or something. But to me are really funny. Like. <laughs> He doesn't take solos, like he doesn't improvise on it really, but he like embellishes stuff basically by like playing through like the major scale. Like he'll be like, um, (laughs) like he just kinda like plays through the scales a lot. It just is kind of I'm like kind of like And that was that was enough. That was enough <laughs> for me. I mean, he sounds good, like he has a good tone and stuff, but it's just kind of like, even on slow songs, you know, would be like, silent night. <laughs> it's just this, it's like so out of nowhere completely. Oh my gosh. And then there's all this like vocal stuff. There's this like, choir thing. And they're doing this like weird kind of swingle singers, you kind of like like something will start like a ballad, like very, like very soft, chill, choral thing. And then it's like, there's like this like weird little drum thing, like, and he's like, like, it's just like, I'm like,
3: what? I
0: I didn't, had no idea that was gonna happen. So it's just kind of fun. It's funny, there's pretty moments there's like crazy moments. Um, definitely <laughs> recommend to check out. It will like, it. I promise you will be surprised. I don't know if you'll like it, but I promise you'll be surprised <laughs> by, by this Herb Albert album.
3: Um, oh my
1: gosh. They, they were uncertain of the bass player because Motown oh. was Motown, but they said it's likely Wilton Felder. And guess where he's from? Houston, Texas.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> bye bye. Anyways, I didn't know he played it on most. He played on like I Want You Back and ABC and like uh, the Marvin Gaye, a bunch of Marvin Gaye stuff. Anyways.
0: I think I'm like, <laughs> I think when you see videos of the Jackson Five, it's like, I don't know if it's, it's Tito or, or are yeah. like one of the brothers or whatever, like playing the bass. But sometimes they'll even be like another bass player behind them. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just kind of like, well. You know, this is kind of part of our thing, and like maybe it started off then, and then it was like Motown, and they're like, "We have this bass player who's like literally the greatest bass player of all time. And he's just <laughs> here. Like, we just pay him. He's just here, and he can make everything sound good. So we just do that. And then when you play on the TV, yeah, like, you look you, pretty. You do this thing, and look, and
1: yeah. you dance. Yeah, and you yeah. Dance.
0: That's part one of our holiday music episode. We'll see you in a few days for part two. Thanks so much for listening. Or do we have a quote for this week, Alex? Happy holidays. Happy
1: holidays. Happy holidays.
3: holidays.
0: Should be happy holidays
3: question mark.
1: In Happy holidays. parentheses Happy holidays. But parentheses. Happy holidays. <laughs> you know.
3: No. Okay, so Okay, here's- never mind. <laughs> so- Charlie
1: didn't that did not land.